another episode of Sass Mouth. I'm one half of your host, Tiara. And I'm Amina, and I uh, hope everybody has had a great week and is um, not too affected by daylight savings time. Oh, I'm not. I know it's kicking your butt, though. It is. It really is. And, you know, part of the problem is just because I went to bed so late last night, like, I couldn't fall asleep. And so I I lost many hours instead of one. Yeah, I'm, like, still taking cold medicine, so I knock out pretty quickly these nights. Yeah, you know, I still still got my unisom going on, but it's, like, uh... It's just that point of pregnancy, that pregnancy insomnia. Um, Do you know I actually uh, recommended your, I don't know why I said your, like you came up with this remedy, (laughs) but the Unisom B6 uh, thing. Okay, so when we were pregnant last time around, I have really bad morning sickness. I mean, all the time sickness, you know, I have like chronic morning sickness I throw up the day I find out I'm pregnant to the day I give birth and nothing helps I'm prescribed Zofran I was prescribed uh Diclegas I was described a bunch of stuff didn't really work Amina told me to try Unisom and B6 and that was the only thing that put any type of dent in my nausea help and so Jasmine my sister is taking a bunch of medications for she's going through like seizure stuff. And one of the, one of the things that they gave her was B6, but she's also having trouble with sleep. So I was like, girl, stack that with a unisom. (laughs) Yes. It's a wonderful thing. So yeah, weirdly though, regular unisom doesn't work. Store brand is much better for me. So if anybody else has that problem, try giant unisom or walmart brand unisom that's what i'm on right now only four bucks only four bucks it's called sleep aid yeah unisom is really expensive i bought like the name brand unisom when i did it i did too with my pregnancy with Kanan, but it just doesn't work as well for me for some reason like store brand just works way better it's very strange well let me okay unisom will put me to sleep but if I wake up in the middle of the night I won't go back to sleep anymore but with store brand I still go back to sleep oh okay that makes more sense yeah must be the way it's compounded yeah and I mean I just think I I just you know big pharma and all like I just feel like name brand companies like don't give you the full the full moxie or whatever you know the full like potency of whatever the medicine oh I believe it I believe it especially because it's like the it's so weird with the unisom it's like when i wake up i'm wide awake and it's not supposed to do that when i first started taking it when i was pregnant with canaan i was able to go back to sleep super easily like it was because that's my biggest problem like yeah falling the falling asleep part is nice but if i wake up in the middle of the night i'm up you know Same. and so i, I need that able, problem too with like sleep aids like i need to be able to fall back asleep when i go pee six thousand times and it's with the store brands i'm able to with name rain unisom i am not do you get like bad nightmares when you take sleep aids i don't but my dreams can are sometimes more vivid but i'm a pretty vivid dreamer anyways um so i can't really tell if it's because of pregnancy that they're more you know real or if it's just or if it's because of the sleep aids i never really took it 
once see I, once I give birth I don't take it anymore because I'm breastfeeding and I don't trust and I co-sleep not breastfeeding co-sleep so it's like I don't feel comfortable taking any sleep aids with a yeah you want to be as awake as you can be right not that the like not the scary but not that these things knock you out or anything like you very much like I still wake up at the monitor and stuff like that I just wouldn't have a baby in the bed with me yeah while taking it because I'm responsible agreed even though you're not supposed to co-sleep with your baby Nina <laughs> I know <laughs> that was full sar- car- sarcasm I don't know if that comes across on audio because my I don't think I co-slept as long as you have I don't I don't think you still do but we didn't co-sleep co-sleep as long as you did with Ariana and everything but like my kids slept until they were ready for the crib which my kids transitioned to the crib like really easily so it was we did it rather early but for the first like eight weeks my kids sleep with me yeah see I and what's funny is like for the first six or like four to six weeks I prefer them to be in a bassinet because they're so tiny you know like I even though I have a huge king-size bed or whatever and also when we co-sleep I don't know how this one will go Brandon usually doesn't sleep with me so it's like I really am not as concerned as some people have you know their concerns with co-sleeping um because it's just me huge bed you know but I like it when they're littler to be in a bassinet but yeah Ariana slept with me until the day I gave birth to Kanan plus some afterwards because he was in the bassinet so I she I let her still sleep with me in the bed and then once I moved him to the bed that's when she moved into her own room and then with Kanan we co-slept for like 11 months yeah you also breastfed Ariana for an extremely long time so Kanan got cut off breastfeeding and moved into the crib same time so we'll like, see how this so, oh, so you breastfed Ariana for like a lot longer than you breastfed Kanan for. Yeah, I breastfed Ariana for 22, 23 months, something like that. Almost two years. Yeah. Kanan didn't even make it to one. <laughs> Got kicked I off literally you. on his 11 month birthday. <laughs> I commend you. Thank you. Because, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> it's rough it's I don't it's very rough I commend everyone who's able to do it and stick with it the first time around uh I honestly I couldn't stick with it I just didn't have great milk supply we were in and out of the hospital so it just ruined it second time around I did it for long enough and then I was like I don't have to prove this who the fuck am I proving this for I can't sleep I'm driving myself absolutely insane because I'm like oh I'm I have to do it longer this time yeah and I was just like I don't have to fucking do this no I'm yeah I'm jealous of the people who like go in from day one like no I'm fucking formula feeding not and look I recommend breastfeeding I think people should do it as long as they can like you know no matter what that number is try you know I think people should try but then as you know third time mom at this point I do feel a twinge of jealousy of people who are like nope (laughs) daddy's gonna do nighttime bottles from the beginning and as much as you know there's so much like out there pro breastfeeding now and everything it's it's it makes you feel kind of like a failure if you aren't able to and I had that the first go around I mean I've said it multiple times the reason why Aubrey was able to breastfeed or breast milk feed for as long as she was or she did 
was because Amina gave me a fuck ton of milk because I just couldn't produce it anymore. And I felt like a failure at some point. And the second time around, I just didn't. I didn't have that stress. So I know that there's like a lot of first time moms who feel like failures. You're not a failure. Your kid's still going to be an asshole and eat. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, eventually they're only going to eat chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. Um, Lincoln ate French toast bread and french fries for dinner because i was not arguing with him <laughs> see kanan's good i'm lucky with him he will eat anything ariana's the picky one um but my little let me get let me do a little rant really quick i wish okay with aubrey you legitimately could not breastfeed anymore you did not have the option you're, you're i remember when your milk supply tanked <laughs> when it was gone you know like there just because of everything you guys were going through at the time with her in the hospital it was not an option for you. And I wish, I wish more people though, who just didn't want to do it were like, I just don't want to do it. Instead of saying I couldn't like, Oh, I couldn't breastfeed. Like it didn't work for blah, blah, blah reason. When I know half of y'all are just like, like the people I know personally, they just didn't want to do it. And, and because it does scare off first time moms who are like, Oh my gosh, so many people I know just couldn't breastfeed. So maybe I'll be one of those too. When in reality, at least 60% of them just didn't want to do it anymore, which is fine. I'm, I come, I support that. No one has to force you to breastfeed, but there's a big difference between not being able to do it and choosing not to do it. Yeah. And you, I mean, your supply tanks a bunch, like you breastfed for almost two years. You know that your supply isn't always going to be the same. You know that the first three weeks are difficult as hell the first three months are difficult as hell and there's such a fluctuation that a lot of first-time moms will say oh my milk's dried up and that that's it and you know I tried which if that's it if that's how you feel at that moment then that's completely fine but at the same time like if this is something you really want to do there's options like I tried relatching at six months with right 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 no, and I and I really tell everybody if this is something you really want to do, and I hate to say this because I sound like a, it makes me sound like a breastfeeding Nazi when I'm not. I truly do not care. Get, don't give yourself another choice. You have to breastfeed. Like there's no other option. Of course, there always is another option. But if you go in the mindset of there's no other option and you stick it out for the first six weeks, things will get a lot better after that. Still, still have rough times or whatever, but you'll at least feel more confident in what you're doing. Um, and breast milk is free you know like yeah that was my easy yeah as easy as formula is like we got wick for the first 10 months of lincoln's life we didn't get assistance with aubrey and so i mean you buy formula and it's expensive and you're not gonna want to spend all that money well and that's my biggest thing i'm a stay-at-home mom i don't have anything else going on i'm gonna this is my way of contributing economically to the family because you know, we didn't qualify for WIC or anything like that. So I'm fucking breastfeeding. It's free. Yeah. It is free. And I mean, I know there's arguments. People go, it's not free. You have to buy bags and this and that and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Whatever. Insurance gives you a pump now. My insurance gives me 150 bags every every 90 days if I want to. My, my pump came with 500 bags and like I got mine through the breastfeeding shop with my prescription the breastfeeding shop literally plug real quick they're not sponsoring us or anything but they want to the breastfeeding (laughs) shop I got my pump and they sent me like a hundred bags every two months yeah 
So guys, look into that. There's um, there's options. And free supplies. If you get your pump through your insurance, the company that you buy your pump through will replace your like all of your flanges or whatever the fuck they're called, like all of the pieces and stuff. They'll replace all of those for free. This is true. Um, I'm so swollen right now. My feet look like Fred Flintstone. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's really distracting. I'm so that's how I get like that when I eat too many potato chips. Oh my god! Like it's because I've been cleaning, and lately my fingers have been cramping up so bad. I don't, I don't know if it's because I went so long without doing any like really deep cleaning, and then I all of a sudden have been on a deep cleaning kick. But it's like uh by the end of the night I can't move my hands like it's stuck <laughs> oh the joys of pregnancy oh you're nesting you're a little nesty <laughs> I'm a little nesty it sucks though because it's like with none of my kids I got to do a nursery like Kanan we got the closest to because he had his own room but it's like I bet I co-sleep like I bed share <laughs> like it was never a huge deal and then with this one he's gonna have to share it with Kanan and he gets Kanan's crib Kanan's gonna be the one who gets a new bed like it's that uh I mean you could do like a boys room though I am and I, I mean it's gonna be Harry Potter themed I already got a bunch of keys off Etsy that I'm gonna make like a Harry Potter mobile like it's gonna be cute but it's like I want to get Kane I don't know I don't know what to do with Kanan because he is very good in his crib like he does not try to get out he is content and I do fear what life would be like if he could get out uh, you know g- you know congrats to you because my child does not do well in a crib <laughs> yeah no your horror stories are what makes me like no I'm just gonna leave him in the crib till he's five like it's at the point it's now where there's no point we had to, we took the crib back apart because I'd much rather him he can get completely in and out of the crib now there's no barrier whatsoever uh we took the front of his crib off because i'm afraid that he one small slip because he's so confident right. one small slip he's just gonna fall and break something right no i feel you on that like if Kanan was trying to climb out we would have to just transition but it's like he does not try and climb out he is very content my biggest reason for wanting to actually transition him at this point is because he throws his passy out on purpose and then just starts screaming Passy, passy, like at the top of his lungs, screaming it. And if he could get out and get it himself, I'd be happier about that than having to get up multiple times at night <laughs> to get his passy for him. Oh, that passy life! Yeah, I mean he's he's weaning himself. Like he is like I don't want it. I don't want my, no passy. I don't want passy. But it's like at night he still wants his passy. I never had a passy issue with either kids. Not because I'm like, oh, pound spiders are stupid. But <laughs> Aubrey had one every single day, all the time, up until she was seven months old when her dad came home. The weekend after her dad came home, we visited friends uh, like an hour or two away. It was like, uh, it was in the same state. And he lost his passport. We could not find it. We thought maybe the dog had eaten it. We could not find it. We looked everywhere. And she just never had another one because we just we lost it and I never bought another one Lincoln never <laughs> took one see Ariana's Ariana's transition was good like I held on too long to the passy for my own yeah self but like she transitioned pretty easily out of it probably around two and a half pro- later than I wanted it but probably around two and a half um 
But we and, also do the bottle. So, like, we don't have the passy. Well, sippy cup. We don't have the passy. But Lincoln goes to bed with a sippy cup every night. So it's, like, kind of <laughs> the same concept. Yeah. <sighs> that oral fixation. As I'm, like, sitting here with my jewel. Yeah. Brandon's really bad. Brandon has a serious, serious oral fixation. My nephew Jordan, same thing. Did like, Brandon I mean, chew pen caps? He, oh, yeah. I mean, not that I see him using a pen a lot, but whenever I do, yes. And I'm sure his work pens are gross. Yeah. I mean, everything. Straws. Like, we'll be, like, on a road trip, and he's just chewing straws. And I'm like, please stop. Do you want to hear the most disgusting thing ever? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I also have an oral fixation. I bite my nails. It's just, it's my thing. Like, I chew on my lips. Like... To, to the point that they bleed it's a very bad nervous habit I not so much anymore because I'm afraid that my husband will leave me if I start doing this <laughs> but uh when I was younger when I like lived with my mom and when I lived with my cousin for a little bit of time you know like water bottle caps mm-hmm. I would chew those down until they became like just like thin. a little straight lines yeah I know I- like not not the like ring like caps yeah the cap i used to chew it until it was like a long skinny skinny yep. cylinder and I would leave them okay this is where it gets gross <laughs> i would leave them in different rooms of the house just so i could like have something when i no. came back no <laughs> like, i don't want to hear this i would just like walk into my sister's room and be like oh okay so what are you doing in here oh here's my jasmine's room cap <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm glad you grew out of this. I it was so bad, and my mom was like, "It's disgusting. Biting your nails is disgusting. We think about all the germs." And I'm just like, I honestly like don't care because it's such a mental thing for me. Like chewing, yeah. it's it's the reason why I think I'm having a hard time giving up Julius Caesar. <laughs> that is tears, Jewel. Sometimes I have three now because I lost my charger. So Jamar went and bought a whole new jewel, and that one's name is Julia Styles. I the other day, Brandon, <laughs> he's he he has like the the box pens or whatever. Like that's what he mm-hmm. vapes out of the big things, like a vape, and, <laughs> like an yeah. actual vape. Yes, and the other day I'm like cleaning our little ledge or whatever, and I'm like what the fuck is this thing it looked like a usb like a little tiny usb and in my head i'm like is there is this like full of porn what is this why is this usb (laughs) he walks in the room and i'm like what is this not that i care about porn or anything like that that's just where my mind went to i have no problem with anybody watching porn why are you keeping a secret porn yeah like your secret porn stash on a usb and he goes like what are you talking about and he had bought himself a jewel because he could Eas- more easily smoke it in work. <laughs> yeah, it fits like, in your hand. It's like compact. It leaves no smell. Yeah, I was like, what is this? It doesn't give you a big cloud. Yeah, that's what it is. Like his vape is like very. Oh, he's got one of those like I vape. Follow me on Instagram at B Yes. Yes. He. I don't know if anybody who is listening follows our uh, my personal page but last summer we were driving to the beach and he had a whole freaking setup where he put like three straws together and put the end of the straw out the window <laughs> and 
vaping and then like blowing it through the straws like on the highway <laughs> like and he oh, was like I remember that yeah he was like I really have to know what this looks like from the outside and so like he made me get out and look at it at a rest stop and it looked like a freaking steam engine coming down like, like out of our minivan uh. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways enough of our chat Tierra told me she was gonna blow my mind tonight so i have Girl, no idea are you ready yeah i'm ready for this i've been waiting i didn't even respond when she told me because i was like if i respond i'm gonna make her tell me now so i'm gonna wait so i facetimed with friend of the show chelsea earlier and we were our friend ron who does the millie rock all the time uh-huh are you ready oh my god please tell me ron she works with him ron is Ron Clark from the Ron Clark Academy in Atlanta. <gasps> Wait, is that the one who did all the Yes, um... he's got the he's got the nonprofit school, which I looked it up. Apparently tuition is eighteen thousand dollars, but most families only pay around forty five dollars a month because of donations. Bless him. But that's this is who why that he is. Knows. You were right. Uh, I said that, didn't I? I said I said he probably works <laughs> at a school somewhere. Oh my god. In the inner city. And then Chelsea was like, oh, he's from this area. And I was like, well, maybe it is like an inner city school. And then I was like, he looks like that guy, Ron Clark. And me and Chelsea just were like, oh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. I officially want Ron Clark to take the mill. Like it's time. He needs to win now. Yeah. I'm oh like so god. pro Ron now that I'm like, okay, he does. Oh, that is nice. I know. I blew my mind when I when I found out earlier, and I was like, I was about to. I was going to call you, but it was like three forty five, and I was like, I can wait a few hours. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm glad. I'm glad I got to experience this on the show. Um, that's amazing. I know. I was like really excited when I found that out, and I was like, okay, now I have somebody to root for. That is so funny. Um, well, I guess that's a good transition into Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I thought we were going. That's why I waited, because it was a Survivor tidbit. We're getting good at this podcasting thing. Yeah. We're so good at it. Just like last week when we recorded, and the next day completely forgot we recorded. Just like when we normally record on Sundays, and it's like 8.45 on Sunday, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> oops we forgot we're supposed to record <laughs> yeah in my defense i was That's building right. a project and i stabbed myself in the hand with a screwdriver that's um unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> yes i cannot wait to share pictures of this project that Tier is doing for my little baby sprinkle i'm so excited you even have a baby hashtag now Ooh, hashtag it up. I can't wait. All right, so let's get into Survivor. I didn't take notes, so you're going to have to leave this one. I'm trying to think. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I literally have five notes. Um, first one is Keith stayed. Shocked the hell out of me. I really thought he was going to choose not to go. I mean, not to stay. I'm, like, a little <laughs> upset that he did because now I feel like Reem's going to carry him. I know, but like I had a conflicting thoughts on the same thing because I was like, Reem's gonna feel like attached to him, um, and it could ruin her game in the long run. But I think she was at a point where she was gonna leave if if no one showed up. So I think that he might have kept her there. Oh, one hundred percent. 
she would have been there. I know, like six days by herself, no food. Oh. Um, and then what about what did you think about the fact that they have to go on a whole Himalayan hike? I mean, oh, like. I'd be so pissed. I mean, I know that they only they're doing it because they want them to get as worn down as the other players who are constantly like competing and stuff like that. But I was like, this is excessive. And I this really am enjoying Reem. Like, I didn't think I was gonna like Reem. I really like her. Yeah, I do too. She's from here. I said that already. I found her Facebook. I've said that already as well. I'm she not has a stalker. four cats. And <laughs> yeah i don't know i think she has a husband uh no she might i don't know if i confirm that or not good memory though she does have four cats listen i won't be able to tell you what i ate yesterday at all but you tell me anything about anyone i'll never forget it (laughs) it's why i hold grudges she carries the receipts permanently they're filed in her head i do and don't ever say anything so i could be like remember in 2011 when we were talking over (laughs) cappuccinos actually you had an americano and i had a a cappuccino (laughs) this is literally this happens (laughs) um (laughs) um okay and then we got to the reward which of course they chose the chickens like no one would ever choose comfort items over the chickens um kelly wentworth's team won this was their first win uh wendy got really hurt seemed to have done some pretty bad damage to her ankle um and then we get back to camp and wendy doesn't want to kill the chickens. she kind of made it her little hill to die on I mean, she's not a you cannot want to kill the chickens, but like, shut the fuck up about it and don't eat the chickens. Don't partake in the eating and don't partake in the killing and shut up. Why ruin no, it for I... everyone else? And the thing is, she's not even a vegetarian. <laughs> she's not even a vegetarian. Like, she does not care. Like, at home, she eats meat and everything. Like, my friend Courtney, our friend Courtney, is a vegetarian. She's a vegetarian for like humane reasons. If Courtney was on Survivor, Courtney would be fucking there volunteering to help kill the chicken because she knows that's what the team needs and it would keep her longer in the game like why make this such a big deal like you're shooting yourself in the foot and i'm sure that courtney like humane reasons why or even like i have a friend jenna who's a vegetarian and like those documentaries about like slaughterhouses and stuff like that a lot of those reasons a lot of the reasons why people are vegetarians is because of how meat is produced right meat that's produced by having a chicken killing it and eating like eating the entire thing and like that's not that isn't that is not contributing to the mass slaughter of chickens these are Fijian chickens we're not talking about purdue farms here in america you know like where they're in cages their whole life and it's for sustenance like it's for your team yeah no and that's it just like is like such a big deal about these chickens like it was i was really sitting there shocked because i really like wendy she's probably one of my favorite players and i'm like wendy why are you doing this you are not thinking ahead here sweetheart you're you are like you're not thinking about your game like you can't even care that much about the chicken i don't believe for one second you actually care that much about the chicken and to steal that you know what wendy honestly i feel like i don't know if we I mean, I'm sure we do know how old Wendy is, but Wendy 
seems like a child that was sheltered a lot and just like maybe it has something to do with like her Tourette's and everything just like you know how like us as parents like if like Aubrey's eye Aubrey has a hindrance with her eyes so I tend to make excuses up for Aubrey a lot of the time because I'm like oh she can't see and I'm like it's okay you can't see it like it's okay and I feel like as parents we do that and I feel like Wendy is too young to where she hasn't experienced the real world to shake that right she, like the thing she's doing from the beginning is very like troublemaker like ish like very like well I'm gonna do <laughs> yeah. this because this. I'm gonna stick with Reem because that's what I said I'm gonna do and I'm a good friend right <laughs> yeah you're probably right and like it just seems very immature because what stealing the flint for what because you think they can't cook chickens they well they made a fire without it fire yeah <laughs> the first day no i know i hope she wouldn't put the flint back after that like no they got to tribal and they still couldn't find it wait really yeah they got to tribal and they were talking about it and they oh were they like, told jeff yeah we like our flint's gone. missing and we can't find it or whatever and she's just like yeah it's real sad that we can't find it oh my gosh i was hoping for a super cut of her like tripping and falling again and the flint like falling into the ocean (laughs) or like in front of everybody on the way to the way to tribal like she's walking in and trips and the flint like bounces across the ground and catches all the torches on fire because it it hits metal look what i found it hits a rock catches the entire thing on fire Oh my god, that's so funny. Um, let me see. Let me get back to my notes here. I hate war dogs. I know. <laughs> I'm glad like, we agree. Yeah. He seems like he would mansplain the fuck out of me over something like periods. Like, well, actually, do you want to know what seriously? Like, do you really want to, if it's not <laughs> yes. a war dog, I don't care about it. He would, 100%. And he's so dumb. And Chris was dumb, too. Because, look, they ought to plan to get Kelly out. It would have worked. There was nothing in the way except dumb Chris was like, I gotta go tell Wardog because we're friends. We're loyal to each other. Have y'all never watched Survivor? Like, And I know, honestly, sometimes people get cast and they haven't watched Survivor. So I do have to question this. But, and Wardog immediately goes to Kelly. Like, why? I don't get the... I don't get the fangirlness of the returning players when you're playing with them. Like, your objective is still to be the last one standing. Yeah, but a lot of people don't see it like that. Like, it's kind of like American Idol to me. Like, people don't go on American Idol to win the grand prize. They go on American Idol for the for the media time, for the exposure. So, like, I feel like a lot of people don't play for that million dollars. They play for the wow factor like we want to I want to be a player that people remember no matter if I make it you know to the bo- to the top three or if I get out after five episodes right and Chris I is just, a strong player what the fuck yeah. are you guys doing I know I know I know like well he just um Wendy just proved her point from last time Kelly is gonna run the game and she did oh Chris is coming for me Chris is going and the fact that no one else sees that is so frustrating like don't let her play you guys she's done this before 
you know? And I have to say, don't, I don't mean this in a way, listen, blondes come for me if you want, whatever. (laughs) But I, I don't know if it's because of children of the corn, but very pale people with blonde hair that's like almost translucent scare the fuck out of me. Like Kelly, I would not talk to Kelly because I would be like, this bitch could kill me with her eyes. She's reading my thoughts. Her scalp is turning red and I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I know any platinum blondes who are going to be upset about this. Like, they're terrifying. <laughs> That is so funny. There was a religious girl we went to school with who was extremely blonde, and she terrified me. (laughs) That is so funny. The the close, that was a wow, I'm a stutterer. Sorry, guys. The closest (laughs) I ever got to, like, being like, wow, maybe I should join Jesus's army was when she would be like, Jesus loves you, and you have to follow him. It's like uh, something just pulls you in. It's like, oh god, it's happening! Like, like... her scalp is turning red. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, they're stupid. Like, how sunburned do you think Kelly's gonna get as the season goes on? She looks like someone who, like, primed her skin before she came. Like, I think that she probably spent a few days outside. She got, like, those Juvederm injections, but instead of injecting, like, fat into your lip, it was just sunscreen into her veins. Oh, my gosh. Um, There's been some bad sunburns out there. Yeah, I bet. And all that salt water. Like, you're just raw. And can you imagine the chub, like, the the chafing and the chub rub? No. I can't even stand that when I go to the beach for like an hour. Your skin would be smooth like, as hell though. It is very exfoliating. Very exfoliating. Um uh wait, what else? There was something else I was gonna say. Oh, I'm tired. Um oh Aubrey finding the idol. I was happy for her. She found the idol, oh, she was able to 100%. like I I don't know if I don't like Aubrey. I, do, I don't not like I like her. I don't like her and I don't not like her, but when she got when she found the idol after everything that like her little montage, I it did swing me towards liking her a lot more. I, I and I've said this before. I like her in her other seasons. She's very likable. There's something about this season though that is like making me be like mm, I don't know about this I but I was very trying hard though because she wants to win it yeah yeah I think that I think she's coming off a little like aggressive in the gameplay like I think that maybe it would have been better for her to just chill for a second because automatically <sighs> sorry you have a target on your back just by being a returning player yeah like we said I'm a pro- we're professionals and uh that's why I yawn constantly. <laughs> it's also 7.49 at night, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's like bedtime oh. for us. Yeah. Um, except for when I can't sleep. Um, but tonight, girl, two-hour passage finale. Yeah, which I'm so excited about. I, you know, I love the passage. I've been telling everybody, like, to get on it. And I'm so excited to, like, get back on here and talk about it. <laughs> 
I know. I almost was going to say, let's just record Tuesday or Wednesday so we can talk about the passage. I, I'm sad it's over. Like, I feel like the season went very quickly. Yeah, I think so. It was what? It's eight episodes. Not, I think tonight's episode is technically two episodes from what I read. Yeah. Um, it's not one big episode. So I'm sure that this is like a mid season. I don't I don't know if they knew that it was gonna be this good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that they uh like yeah, we'll try it and see what happens. Which it was amazing. One more thing about Survivor. Um so we watched well, I guess it ties to Survivor, but I didn't want to forget it. Um we watched apparently four YouTubers did it. I only watched uh, the girl. There was a, I think she's Hispanic girl who uh, worked or works at BuzzFeed. Her name's Michelle. She did it. Two white boys. And then Caleb City, who is a comedian on like Instagram and stuff, did it. They did um, Battles One, I think is what it's called. And it's, it's, Civilians can do Marine Corps basic training. It's a program that you can do. And it's a three-day program. So, like, they did it, like, vlogged it or whatever. Caleb said he only made it through one day because he was like, I didn't know they were going to treat us like actual recruits. Like, I watched, I'll link you to the Michelle's video because it was, it was like 12, 15 minutes. But, like they do three days of it the first day when she's like, okay, we'll be back here for day two. And I was like, day two? <laughs> they, the chamber. they did an obstacle course. They did like, Gosh. like push-ups and stuff. They did like all the physical stuff, the gas chamber, which Jamar's told me about it before or whatever, but like basically the whole point of it is to know how your body reacts to it. So you have to like flood your mask with gas. So they put you in with they put you in a mask and then they make you take the mask off. Oh my gosh. And Jamar says it feels like fire is inside of your lungs. And all that comes up is not. Ew. Yeah, but I was like, I couldn't so I said I was like, I would do Survivor over this. And Jamar was like, it's three days. And I was like, I would do thirty nine days of Survivor over three days of Marine Corps weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, that's crazy. Like, and then they had to do this thing where they have to do, like, rappel walls, which are, like, 50 feet in the air, but they don't have, like, any gear on. They rappel from a rope. What? Yeah. Like, Jamar was like, yep, we did all of these things. And I was like, for, for 13 weeks? <laughs> like, how? <laughs> Just people screaming at your face. Like, scream. I would have a panic attack and start crying. Yeah, no, that's definitely not for me. The physical stuff, I if I trained, maybe. The screaming, I can't. I can do any of that shit. I'm, I'd be like, oh, you want me to do what with a rope with no, like, backup safety? No thanks. You want me Not to do 50 happen. burpees? I, I'm sorry. No, ma'am. <laughs> you want me to do three push-ups? No, 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 no. <laughs> Not gonna happen. But they thought the girl wasn't gonna last. The girl ended up lasting. But, like, she pushed herself. Like, it's hard. Like, it's hard. I mean... I say all the time, like, I don't know how people voluntarily do this. No. Yeah. Tira, I'm over here, like, I'm not gonna be able to hold myself up during birth to give birth <laughs> in the position I want to. Like, there's no fucking way. 
Like, no, I would not make it. Especially for the pay you get afterwards. Like, no, I hate the way we treat our military. I thought you were going to say, I hate the military. I hate all military. No, I hate the way we treat our military in this country. It's ridiculous. For somebody who's so, like, liberal, I think it's not hilarious, but I think it's just funny how fate worked out that, like, I'm in this lifestyle. I know. Because I agree. I am so, like, not even anti-war. I wouldn't even say, like, anti-war, even anti-gun, because I think that, like, gun ownership, it's a, it's a, it's a right. And I think that if you meet certain criteria, you should be able to own a gun. I think that guns are whatever. If you want to have a gun, you can have a gun. If you're responsible, then you are responsible and you can have a fucking gun. I would never have a gun in my house. I'm too mentally fucking unstable. That's not saying that I would like shoot everybody in my house, but I don't, Probably I don't, I don't, I'm not mentally stable enough to own a gun. Here would shoot Jamar, not Jamar would go crazy with the gun. Yeah, no. For, and honestly, I would probably be like, ooh, I wonder what this is, and then shoot my foot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like I because of my mental like my mental health and everything, I don't think that I should be able to legally own a gun. Can I legally own a gun if I wanted to? Hell yeah. Heck yes, in this country, you could probably buy one right now. But like, you know, like I just it's weird how fate has brought us to this path. Yeah, no, I agree. And I feel for you because I know that there's a lot of people that you're surrounded with who do not have the same views as you. No, 100%. I'm surrounded by a bunch of uh, Trump supporters. I'm surrounded by a bunch of men who think even the women that they work with are beneath them, even though they're stronger than them. I'm surrounded by a bunch of pickup trucks and Confederate flags. (laughs) Yeah. You're surrounded by a bunch of people who are honestly the worst people in the world than Janelle Evans. <laughs> exactly. Like, Just imagine 50 Janelle Evans in a room and then and she's the best one out of all Michelle of them. Obama. Like, <laughs> not saying I am Michelle Obama, but uh, you are. You're so Michelle Obama. I am. You're worthy of, of, of Barack's love. Honestly, I feel like I'm more of a Malia, but no, I'm more of a Sasha. No, I'm more of a Malia. Yeah, you know, you're definitely more of a Malia. Malia's been like drinking and shit. <laughs> no, for sure. You're definitely more of a Malia. She was caught smoking hot. Did you see that? <laughs> she smoked once. She had one weed. She had one and... weed one time. Yeah. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Speaking of weed, I'm going to Denver in two weeks. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so much fun for you. I don't know if that's a segue, but... (laughs) Speaking of drugs... Speaking of legal marijuana... Oh my god, you're not going to want to leave. I never got to want to leave, but I mean... The air, the scenery, the recreational activities, the food... Do you know how awesome life would be if you could just sit on your front porch and smoke pot? People in Colorado can. We can't, but... uh... Exactly. I like North Carolina will never pass it. Hopefully I'm not here long enough to find out. But like I just I just I, I'm so pro legalization of marijuana, not just because like I wanna smoke weed all the time. I want to be able to benefit from all that weed has to offer, all that marijuana has to offer, all that C B D has to offer. 
all that the combinations of CBD and THC and all of those bullshit chemicals and shit. Like I want to know. I want to. I want to see people happy. And like not have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for medicine to keep them barely alive. Right. Ugh, it really is depressing. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What a way to to end my my day. We basically no. end this episode with hating the the state of the country every week. Well, it's not hard. I mean, it's not hard not to. I think I'm saying what I want to say. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, I think so. Do you know that every time I think about the state, and you know what, this might actually help you a little bit. Every okay. time I think about the state of the world, I close my eyes, I take in three deep breaths, and in my head I sing, is it a knife? Is it a gun? Is it a wallet? And then I like I chuckle, and then it, it gives me it gives me the serotonin that I need. Oh man, I think that's a good like. Who can we tell? Like, what professional can we tell that like this is what they need to teach their patients to like, do? Dr. Kumar, hook me up to the EEG. I need you to sing this song and figure out what my brain waves are doing. Oh my god. It's so funny. I think I have to, we're going to have to post that on the Instagram. I, do you know that I tried one week to sing it without laughing because I was going to just open the podcast with singing it to you, but Jamar kept laughing. And Jamar was downstairs and I was practicing in the room and I would start laughing and you just hear him go, can't, can't do it, can you? <laughs> well, it's just so funny when you think about the caption that the tweet <laughs> came with. Like, it's like, when you see a white skinny boy reaching in a bag. it <laughs> <laughs> <Easy> a knife. <laughs> it's just so funny. I like died inside. Queen Mary J. Blige. She got a lot of black moms through the 90s, mine included. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Cindy I she's oddly, not a black woman, okay? <laughs> I oddly think about Mary J. Blige often. She's a queen. I think about her all, a lot. Um. Anyways, she anything else? Hillary Clinton for no reason. <laughs> I know. Other than she wanted to. I know. Um. Anyways, did you have any peaks this week? Any pits this week? Nope. I will be in Colorado in two weeks, and that's all that's been on my goddamn mind. Jamar reenlisted today, so three more years here, y'all. Here is in the Marine Corps. I don't know where we're going to go, but here is in the Marine Corps. Well, that's very exciting. That was a, that was a pit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was probably Jamar's peak, but that's cool. Jamar's like, well, I guess I don't have to look for another job. This will do for now. <laughs> we'll have stability and insurance. And isn't that all a bad bitch wants? stability and insurance that's all i want my that's all i want as mariah lynn once said in her famous song once upon a time not long ago i was a hoe i'll rip him quick for his benefits (laughs) (laughs) 
you know what people don't listen to me to all the hoes out there you should be going more for benefits okay um I guess it's not ho, ho's the wrong word. For all the gold diggers who just know that they're gold diggers, don't focus too much on the money. You want someone who, like, has good insurance, okay? Yeah, and but if you're gold digging, if you're, no, you know what? If you're securing the bag, <laughs> if you're securing the bag, please remember that the bag also in the front pocket of said bag, there's also insurance. So remember insurance, dental, health vision if he's got it like move away from like drug dealers like low level like drug dealers and like people like that move towards like criminal stockbrokers and um you know people who make secure a big bag with insurance yeah and if you like the drug dealer then go correctional officer because they have access to drug dealers and you have benefits. Government benefits, usually. Yes. <laughs> and like, privately. This episode which- might be titled Secure the Bag. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Do you have any peaks or pits? Any other gold digger advice? <laughs> Brandon says I'm a gold digger. Like, he he was working at Burger King when we met, so I don't know, understand. I, like, I was say, no, you live comfortably now, but you were with Brandon through his uh, first Kanye West phase. Yeah, and and like I always knew his potential because he was like I always knew like he was going to get massive, and he did. I mean, he was in the intern program for the government, and he got a pretty substantial raise every year for like four or five years, and I knew that that was coming. But look, if I'm gold digging, I am going for. You know, seven, eight figures. Okay, boss at least. <laughs> right. I'm going for a GS15. <laughs> if I'm sticking to the government pay scale. Um. Wait, I, <laughs> I'm sidetracked now. Um, I'm thinking of all the money I could have if I was a true gold digger. Um, My mom tries to get Jamar to leave the military all the time because she works, uh, for like the VA with doing like. I don't know, a bunch of stuff. I don't really know what she does. But um, she's always like, you could get out, and then in three years, you could be like a GS-12, and then blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, mom, please stop. And then she'll, like, look up, like, houses in Fiji, and she's like, you can get a government job, and then we can all move to Fiji for $187 a month apiece. Wait, what government jobs are in Fiji? Like, come on. I, just, I mean, not, like, I'm not sure if it was Fiji, but it's always stuff like that. Like, she's like, we can always, we can move to Texas and get a gigantic house for, like, this much money. It's enough space for all of us. There are certain places where the locality pays the same as here, but the cost of living is so low. Like, we think about it. Literally, the only thing that stops me from moving is knowing how racist those areas are. Oh, I know. It's really rough. Listen, um, if I move to if I if I move anywhere in the South, I told Jamar I was like, we're going straight to like Texas, and we're going to te- a certain part of Texas that where there's more Hispanics than there are white people, and I'm fucking just I'm gonna be happy. Like if we're moving anywhere in the South, I'm gonna be happy. I'm not living in this podunk ass place anymore. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be like my perfect food area to live in. I know. We have friends that Ugh. live in Texas that um, were friends from the military. They moved back. Uh, one of the husband is Puerto Rican, and 
Juliana is Mexican. I think it's either more backwards. No, yeah, that's it. Um, and let me just tell you, every time they post anything, I'm like, I'm moving to Kyle's. Like, I'm moving to Texas because this is where I need to be. You're making me really want to, like, have Brandon go look. See what he gets. <laughs> We're moving now. now. His parents actually want us to come down to Tennessee with them. Because they're retiring there. I thought they were retiring in Alabama. No, Brandon's mom just works in Alabama. But it's like a the commute is will be okay. Like she could still stay in her job. Like they're building a house, so it's being built mm-hmm. in Tennessee. But she's working and living in Alabama right now. But if she wants to stay with the job, the commute will be fine for her. Um, it's so weird to hear that. Just like, oh, I live in this state and I work in a different state, and it's completely fine. I know. I think about those people who do it on like like state lines where one doesn't have daylight savings time and one does have daylight savings time. When my aunt They're lived like- in Alabama, they lived on the like the they lived like in between oh, the time zone. The time zone. So the kids' school, which was only like a few minutes down the road, was in a different time zone than their house. <gasps> that actually might happen to Brandon's parents. Brandon's mom, I mean. Because she she works in Huntsville, I, I and I'm pretty sure Huntsville is an hour behind. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I can't live my life like this. I need stability, and I need. I need to know what time it's going to be when I drive 20 minutes down the road. And by living on the coast, like where we live, I I appreciate seasons. Like I appreciate distinct seasons. I do too. I don't think I could live somewhere where it was like. It's oh, 80 degrees like I, outside, Amina. That's crazy. I can't even imagine. Like, I can't even imagine. It snowed here two days ago. <laughs> which, is, it, which is excessive in the other way, but, like, it should be full-on spring. But, um, yeah, no, I can't imagine it being 80 degrees. That's ridiculous. I think we've oh God, bantered long enough. Current, we have bantered, but with my current body, I could not handle 80 degree, <laughs> degree weather right now. Um, but anyways... Thank you, everyone, for listening. Really cute sweaters and some kind of pants. Yeah, yeah that would suck. Sometimes you just need sweater weather. Um, but anyways, I'm glad everyone is stuck with us. If you're still here listening. Yes. We appreciate it. <laughs> and next week, we'll be covering some of it like always, but we have the two-hour passage season finale yes super excited for that super excited and then the 20th i think i don't know i I need to figure this out uh the act comes out so we will probably be releasing two i don't know if we're gonna do two episodes in one week i don't know if we decide that um where we one where we just cover the act but i don't know yeah we'll see how we do it um Y'all will know because you'll see. Um, but anyways, until next week. Don't let motherhood kick you in the sass. Bye. <laughs>